Good morning, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. I'm Max. It's Jeff. (laughs) Wait, you had a catchphrase last time. I know, I forgot it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember it? No. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I thought it was pretty good, too. It was good. I know. <laughs> I panicked, and I thought it'd be funny to say someone else's name. It was pretty that good. Was good. Yeah. That could be Cut a catchphrase. Something different every time. Okay. Anyway. Uh, well. <laughs> it's Chris. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is episode 140. We're talking our year in review, 2019. Yep. Um, you know, another year. Yep, another one. That's for some, sure. Some culture. We'll be talking some culture. Sure. Uh, probably. <laughs> a little. <laughs> you guys got some of it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Apparently I did nothing this year. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, before we before we get into 2019, there is some Nick news. Mm. So, um, sound the air horn. Uh, so it came out this week, as I'm sure some of our listeners saw, that there's a there's going to be a new streaming service in 2020. It's a only a mobile streaming service that doesn't play anything for what? more than 10 minutes. It's called Quibi, and um, they are running a new uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple that is for adults. Uh, it will be based. All this sounds like from a dream. <laughs> it's TV. You can only watch it on your phone. Yeah. Welcome, only 10 minutes at a time. Welcome to the new decade, Chris. Um, erotic Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> yeah, they apparently decided it was too hard for kids. Um, I think they said it's not going to be on a set. It will be like actually like a jungle-type huh. setting. Um, and uh, so that's the Nick news. Um, <laughs> what, do you, what do you make of that? Sounds very strange. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to subscribe to no, Quibi, yeah, so I'm someone's going to have to tell me if it's any good. I'm surprised you got the green light. It just doesn't yeah. seem like something that would. This is probably to me. like Quibi's ace in the hole. Yeah, you know anything else about Quibi? Uh, no, there's some like legit stuff. I think Steven Spielberg is doing like a mini zombie huh. thing for it. A um, 10 minute zombie. Like, I think it'll be episode, like 10 minute short, like shorts. I think oh, okay. the whole idea is like shorts. It's like Vine on steroids, you know, not yeah. seven seconds. Um, so we'll see how that goes. We're going to uh, sound like fools when next year everyone's got <laughs> Quibi yeah. and we're like, ah! Our year in review is like, Quibi's the best. <laughs> best Quibi show. Got a Quibi tattoo. Uh, <laughs> um,. Yeah, we'll see. I, I think I, the idea of it being for adults is kind of like off-putting to mm-hmm. me. Yeah, grow yeah. up. <laughs> no, it just you know it, the the marketing is so clear there that it's uncomfortable. But I guess that's what we're doing here. It is. Except we're not yeah. selling anything. By the way, have you guys bought Andrew's book yet? <laughs> Space junk. Space junk. You're you're in the midst of it as well, yeah. Yeah, I I just started and I'm already on page like 120. It's a real page turner. Uh, you guys are gonna love it. The 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 design of the book is also beautiful. So kudos oh. to that. The pages feel really nice. Just the right amount of text per page where you could feel like you mm. could really get a good pace going. Wow, it's great. Yeah. Are it's you excellent. gonna read Space Junk, Max? Yeah, I bought it. Cool. 
but I haven't uh, haven't started it yet because <laughs> I'm not a big reader. But uh, but that's the okay. thing. People but love books, but no one actually reads them. So like, you don't even have to read it; just buy it. Yeah, that's right. It looks cool. It on does shelf. look cool. Yeah, yeah. It's a conversation piece. It really is. Yeah. It's an art object. I'm and very it's a, excited. And it's a fine things. novel. Oh, thanks. thanks. Okay, so we are selling oh. something. Yeah. All right. Indirectly. <laughs> <laughs> Directly buy it. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, buy it. Yeah. Don't not buy it. Buy it. Even Kindle, right? You said it's cheap. Yeah. Two dollars. Yeah. yeah. Two ninety nine. Cool. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, well, you're in review 2019. Someone want to go over the categories here? Uh, what are we talking about? Um, well, I think we're talking about, uh, <laughs> movies, shows, uh, albums, songs, music videos, video games, books, events, or also I do have, uh, Nickelodeon oh. for this. Oh, Just, for sure. You know. Yeah, I guess me too. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, uh. Max, why don't, why don't you pick our first category? What should we talk about first? Oh my gosh. Um, how about we start with songs? Hmm. Sound good? Wow. Okay, just yeah. jump in right into it. I like it. Yeah? Okay. That's the hardest one. I picked, I don't know how you, if you guys know this, uh, Aldous Harding, The Barrel. I feel your love. I feel. Which one's the artist? Aldous Harding. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't know. It. No. Uh, it's just such a weird song. Um, it's a uh, woman singer. Um, but I like, first heard it on the radio, and for the first few seconds, I was like, huh, this sounds like any other song, kind of. And I almost switched the station, and then suddenly it became like super just weird and got stuck in my head for like a week. And. Uh, I don't know. It's the weird, like most interesting thing I've heard this year. What what station were you listening to? Uh, the local college radio station in the area. Oh, okay, cool. GCU. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very. Uh, it's got a cool vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Fans also like Big Thief. Oh. Okay. That makes sense. I saw they had a, two albums this year, right? Big Thief. Yeah. 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 And they're both well received. From my research. <laughs> um, well, what do you got? What's your favorite song of the year, Max? Favorite song of the year was "Hope" by Sandy Alex G. Sandy parentheses. Yes, yes, correct. And that one? I don't think so, no. It's a somber song about a a friend of his that passed away. And uh, just a very uh, touching. (laughs) Sorry. But, you know, I love his stuff. This album wasn't my favorite of his, but there are some real good gems on there. House of Sugar. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And um, that, that was the standout track on the album for me. 
that second tracks. Cool. Yeah, very cool. I like. Wait, how do you do? You, do you call it is Alex G? I never know what to say. I always just say Sandy. Sandy? Alex G. Sandy Alex yeah. G. Is that what you're supposed to say? That's what the I say. The whole thing. Yeah. I, I mean, he was just Alex <laughs> G. Real, but <laughs> it's really difficult. Yeah. Is that necessary? I like his music. I think they said uh, maybe there was another artist, Alex G. So he added the Sandy. Um, oh, really? I think so. Okay, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. All right, Chris. Well, song of 2019. It, this was hard because I realized I didn't really listen to much new music in 2019. I listened to a lot of other music. So uh, I'm going with uh, pe- music made by people I know. So I'm going to go with a, a song called uh, Wasting Time by Wong River. I got so many beliefs more than the fallen Oh. <laughs> yeah good a little plug for long river yeah yeah long river he he uh played at my house i moved to new mexico and he played our housewarming huh. um, at our house which is oh, really nice cool, cool. that's great yeah play you it's got a thousand views or a thousand plays on spotify so yeah. let's let's Check hike that up but it's got a cool. nice course yeah. it's cool that's excellent yeah yeah i'll definitely check out more long river great guy Good name. Yeah. yeah. Will's last name is Longoria. Ah. So okay. That's how I put it together. Very nice. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, well, my uh, favorite song of 2019 is a song called Mystery Hour by Pavo Pavo. <laughs> but it's like makes you kind of feel good um I, their whole album i think is kind of worth checking out um the the album is called mystery hour uh so after the song it's just a it's a song that builds it's a builder it mm-hmm. starts kind of slow your keys you're singing it's a guy and a girl that sing together and then it just really just rips <laughs> uh, are they made are they a veteran group i think this is like their first they had like I think like EPs like mm. little like things before this, but I think this is their first big outing. Cool. And, uh, they just got a great. Uh, I'm not always a fan of overly produced sound, but I think they do. They hit that spot for me of mm. like produced but poppy and fun. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Close calls. Uh yeah, I went with Black Keys under the gun. Oh. Um, hmm. 
Ohio. Like to, yeah. Yeah. Like to get <laughs> get them on here. Um, you know the song? I do not know it. It's from the new album. Um, to, I don't know. My good. favorite of the album, I guess. Good Black Keys is very good. Yeah. Oh yeah. I. There are like a few Black Keys records that are probably in my top fifty. Cool. Good it's kind of amazing how big they became. Yeah. It's yeah. a very unlikely story. Yeah. <laughs> but it happened. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, on to me, huh? Um, my Close Call was a new track by uh, Kanye West. Uh, oh. It's called Follow God. It's off of that Jesus is King album. Life like this is what your life like. Try to live your life right. People really know you push your buttons like type right. This is like a movie, but it's really very lifelike. Every single night, right? Every single fight, right? I was looking at the grammar and I don't even like lights. I was screaming at my daddy, told me it ain't Christ like. I was screaming at the very mediocre album. Not very good, but this is the standout track. <laughs> Go check it out. Um, but uh, the standout track was because it's his production on that is just like uh, his older stuff on. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy like yeah. that version of Kanye West came through in that song and uh, he just you know he goes off the chain on it it's good cool so that was mine nice. very nice yeah, yeah sweet um, mine uh, I, I, I I had one and then I realized I looked it up last minute and it came out at the very end oh, of 2018 oh bummer which I, which I well what was it uh, it's called Parked Out by the Lake okay um, and the, the whole song is just those uh, it's like a it's like a pop country song. Pop country is fun though. Yeah, and this it's kind of like a like a satire, but also serious. It's just the the it's a whole song where the, the all the lyrics are I'm parked out by the lake, 80 miles from Santa Fe. I'm sitting here just parked out by the lake, and it just repeats that over and over into like different parts of the song, but the yeah. lyrics don't change. <laughs> um, and it's really catchy. But so uh, last minute, I decided I think um, Jenny Lewis Dogwood. Oh. Um, the album but it grew on me and um i just like that song the the, the mood of that song I like a lot. okay yeah she's great yeah um i mean consistently good yeah, yeah. she's uh i feel like she survives maybe the decade of the 2010s is maybe to me like the best like female singer songwriter making like pop music yeah she's just so consistent yeah yeah nice yeah uh, my close call is a song called "Laid in Gold" by Twin Peaks. Chicago, uh, Chris, you and I saw them live this year. They rocked. Did. They rocked. They rocked. Um, I think they're that they're kind of notorious. That's what they're known for is like a great live show. They're really just a great live band. 
and they're known for being called Twin Peaks. Um, but, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, Laden Gold is just a very, like, kind of gives you a 70s rock type vibe, but very happy, feel-good rock. Uh, and I like those guys. They got, like, four different singers, but you never can really tell which one's singing. They kind of just all blend together perfectly. Twin Peaks for those people who just love good old rock. They're kind of like Heck yeah. the band, you know. They, they they've are. got like a little bit. They, they're like jammy a little bit. Yeah. They're all like good at what they do. They switch yep. around. Yeah. Remind me of the band. Good the tight songwriters. Yeah. Interchangeable. Yeah. Cool. Interesting. Um, a couple. I, I did want to shout out a few other songs. Uh, Day in Day Out by Junior Junior. I don't know if you guys. They used to be called Dale Earnhardt Junior Junior, but they had to change their name. <laughs> Um, day in, day out. It's a very like it'll make you feel good in your heart type song. And then uh, "Hail Mary" by Kevin Morby was another song I really loved. Off and off. He had a, I really like that album this year. Oh my god, I saw him this year. Oh yeah, in in like an art space in Cleveland. It was weird. Huh. <laughs> he, he seemed like a very cool guy. Yeah, he seemed like a. He's a Midwesterner. Yeah. Yeah. From Chicago, also. He's from Kansas. Kansas. Well, Ferguson's. Um. Yeah, I didn't have a Ferguson for this. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I went with the Will Nas X Old Town Road. Wow. I love it. <laughs> I just, you know, I thought it was like a, you know, it was catchy, but I yeah. think it was just overplayed. Yeah. And I just couldn't escape it. Sure. And just kind of, I don't know. Okay. wasn't the biggest fan of hearing it that many times. Sure. So it wasn't necessarily the songs. Fault. Right. No. People just being. Yes. Come on. Yeah. Macarena did. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, that's a good. It is probably the closest comparison. Just on yeah. the charts forever. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. That makes sense. I went with um, High Hopes. You know, the, the Pete Buttigieg campaign song that they have the dance for? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, this is, like, the, the biggest song of, of, in pop radio. It's, I think the it's Pete Panic at the Disco. Oh, yes. Yes. You know oh, what? Oh, yeah. Hey, can I just say that, like, I didn't pick up Ferguson, but I'm with you now. Okay. I hate that song. Yeah. That's a really good one. Have you guys watched um, the Pete Buttigieg supporters doing the dance? It's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You also hate Pete Buttigieg, right? I do, but we don't, you know, we don't need to get into that. <laughs> so you don't want to make your official, because who knows, well, you'll, I think you'll be on next week, but uh, do you want to make your official endorsement, your, your, your candidate? No. No? No, I don't want to do that. Okay. Hmm. Yang Gang 2020. Yang <laughs> Gang I was just about to scream that. Yeah. Chris has got his blue hat on. <laughs> I will say my my hot take uh, will be that you know what Marianne Williamson has some good ideas. <laughs> okay. I'm, saying. I'm okay. not saying she's my candidate. She's I don't not know. My candidate. I don't know if that's a hot take. I think like people like the fact that she's an optimist. Yeah, but people think that she's nuts. Yeah. I don't <laughs> she's think she's dumb. nuts. She's not dumb. No, I think she's very smart. Yeah. Okay, so there it is. And I loved when Yang she said, and Williamson <laughs> ticket. <laughs> you are so on. Sis- wait. Girlfriend, you are so on. <laughs> yes, that? yes. Her whole like rant up to Trump about like yeah. peace and love, conquering, loved it. Yeah. <laughs> the Prime Minister of New Zealand, 
who said that her goal is to make New Zealand the place where it's the best place in the world for a child to grow up. And I will tell her girlfriend you are so wrong, because the United States of America is going Bang. to be the best place in the world for a child right. to grow up. Um, I, I didn't have a Ferguson, but I do like your high hopes pick. Um, a couple, couple listeners weighed in on their mm. favorite songs of the Thanks. year. Uh, Laura says there was no good songs this year. Uh, <laughs> Justin says, Who's Laughing Now by Hollywood Vampires. Hmm. Uh, ben says Sucker by the Jonas Brothers. Ryan says Dark Side by Blink-182. Allie says Cocaine Country Dancing by Paul Cathane. That sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know the song. I'm sorry. I, I mispronounced it. Uh, girl, uh, Marley says Girl by Marin Morris. And Abel says Truth Hurts, but I don't know who it's by. Oh, Shepherd? by Lizzo. Never mind. Lizzo. Lizzo. Mm. She was very popular this year. She had a hell of a year. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, we'll be sharing some listener thoughts as we go. Some of, some of their favorite things. It's good to have some variety. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Chris, where do you want to go next? We did songs. Um, let's do movies. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Just... Jumping right into the... Yeah, I, I like Max's approach. Yeah. The yeah. fun ones. Yeah, Ooh. get right to it. That's great. Cool. All right, Andrew, favorite movie um, of the year. Yeah, uh, I went with Joker. Arthur, I have some bad news for you. <laughs> this is the last time we'll be meeting. You don't listen, do you? You just ask the same questions every week. How's your job? Are you having any negative thoughts? All I have are negative thoughts. And finally, in a world where everyone thinks they can do my job, check out this guy. When I was a little boy and told people I was gonna be a comedian, everyone laughed at me. Well, no one's laughing now. You can say that again, pal. Oh, okay. Really enjoyed it. I just thought it really, like... I don't know, I was, I guess, going into it being very critical, but I just couldn't pick it apart, really. It was like, this is just good. I don't know. It took me a while to, like, digest it, but I ultimately came to that yeah. conclusion also. Yeah. It's a aesthetically pleasing... Yeah. Like, Walk it just looks great. Yeah. Uh, Joaquin's amazing. He's great. Yeah, there's no one I'd rather watch, like, be weird. Try to do that. Yeah, in, in a movie than him. They really yeah. nailed the, like, um, the feel, I guess. Yeah. Just kind of like a horrible down <laughs> feeling, kind of, but yeah. like... a hopelessness. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I, I do think some of the messaging is lost in the movie. Like, I feel like it meanders a little bit as far as what it wants to say. Yeah. But the actual process of watching and sitting and watching it ha like play out felt very, um, I was like engrossed in yeah. the world. It yeah. felt lived in. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a very interesting movie. I wonder, I, 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 it's one where I wonder how we'll look back on it. Like, will it change the game as far as like how they make superhero or quote, you know, comic movies yeah, or yeah. will it just be this blip weird yeah. one off did you see it no um so i've only seen three movies this year <laughs> oh right yeah Sorry. yeah so uh <laughs> so i'm up next and i i made uh two lists one for movies that i've the three movies that i've seen okay <laughs> so my ferguson is a really good movie 
Okay. And then, um, <laughs> you don't have to do that. You don't okay. have to have a Ferguson. <laughs> so, my favorite movie that I saw out of the three this year was Marriage Story. What I love about Nicole, she is a mother who plays, really plays. What I love about Charlie, he loves being a dad. He loves all the things you're supposed to hate, like waking up at night. She knows when to push me and when to leave me alone. He never lets other people keep him from what he wants to do. Dad, you're too far. I know. It's not easy for her to close a cabinet. He's incredibly neat. She's brave. He's brilliant. She's He's very, very competitive. So I'll tell Charlie what's happening, and Cassie, you then hand him the envelope. I just get nervous. Can you unserve? What do you mean, like take it back? Charlie and I are getting a divorce, Mom. You can't be friends with him anymore. G-Mom! Charlie Bird! <laughs> Mom! <laughs> Mom! What? Oh, uh, yeah. With um, Adam Driver. Adam Driver, who I think should be the front runner for best uh, actor this he year. He was great in it. Well, I've only seen three movies, like I said, but of those three, <laughs> he, was really, he was really good. Yes, yeah. he was. And just, Scarlett Johansson was awesome. And she was Incredible. awesome, yeah. Some of the, the, the monologue that she had yeah. was just great. Um, but yeah, really enjoyed the movie. Very sad. Um, and, you know, those feelings come in every marriage, and everybody can relate with those. So It was um, very real. Yeah, it was, yeah. A, it was a real movie, and I think yeah. that's what, what made me uh, cling to it so, so much. It's on, it's on Netflix, oh, and yeah? um, I mean the movie starts by like each character has like a five minute opening of just saying what they love about the other person despite them getting divorced, wow. and so it's just very cool. like real look at like relationships of like you can love someone while also separating from that person. Wow, sounds cool. Yeah, it also makes you never want to get divorced. Correct. Um, yeah, it's a nightmare. I mean, like the process. You know, I think I think it's probably the realest look of like the nightmare of getting divorced. Yeah, and when I watched it, I just I looked at my wife and I said, "I'm just so glad we have the perfect marriage." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just could never happen. She was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Marriage Story. I would definitely. It's uh, it's not your feel good movie, but it's no. it's really I don't know. Good. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm going with Midsummer. Midsummer. Oh yeah. Mm. I told you that I want to go to that festival in Sweden. No, you said it would be cool to go. Yeah, and then I got the opportunity, and I decided Look, I to do it. I don't mind you going. I just wish you would have told me. That's all. Dude, she needs a therapist. You've been wanting out of this stupid relationship for like a year now. And don't forget about all of the beautiful Swedish women you'll meet in June. Okay, guys. That's not her again. Seriously, babe. What's happening? Danny. I was so very sorry to hear about what happened. I'm sorry. Uh, just, I just felt totally engrossed in the movie while I was watching it. Like, just could have watched whatever is happening in that world yes. for hours. And that's not, and I generally struggle with longer movies and, uh, I love it. I've still only seen it once, which is weird because I really liked it, and I'm looking forward to revisiting it. Get that director's cut. Oh yeah, I'll watch living it a little longer. Ooh, nice. It's uh, it's about as pretty a movie as I can recall seeing. Yeah. And um, it's it's weird without being random. I feel like there's like there's like a hint of like some underlying logic. Yeah. And like a cohesiveness to like, you know all the weird stuff in it without actually explaining it. 
yeah. in that kind of Lynchian way that I think is really hard to do. Yeah, it has a plot, but it never feels like it's dragging you through it. Yeah. yeah. You're just, like, in the world with them. Yeah. I'm very, very excited to see that one. Yeah. It's, on my, it's on my list. Is it anything like uh, the original Wicker Man? It's kind of the feel that I got from it. It has some stuff in common with yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I like it a little better, I think. But Oh, than Wicker Man. Yeah, yeah. but I know some yeah. people really love Wicker Man. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I've never seen Wicker Man, which is crazy because I love Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Well, there's two, there's two Wicker Men. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's, uh, yeah there's... I haven't seen Nic- the Nicolas Cage, Cage oh. one is considered the subpar version but i could he's so good oh yeah that's the one with the bees with him or no which one yeah is yeah is that yeah. yeah i've seen the meme i haven't seen the yeah meme. yeah definitely has bees in nicholas cage's face just screaming yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh my favorite movie of 2019 is once upon a time in hollywood i'm rick dalton and that's my stunt double cliff booth Actors do a lot of dangerous stuff. Anybody order fried sauerkraut? <laughs> Cliff here helps carry the load. Sounds like a good friend. My tribe. You know who I got living next door to me? I'm Sharon Tate. She's the hottest thing in town right now, probably the world. Man? Uh-oh. Here comes trouble. All the shooting. I love that stuff. What did Charlie say? He said, kill everybody. What's the plan? Let's get him. There's an element of true combat. If you don't beat him, he kills you. Not when Rick Dalton's got a shotgun. Mm, A uh, movie that is... uh, So my favorite movies are what I would just say are like endlessly, to me, rewatchable. I could just like throw them on and... It's just like medicine, just like, and uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is it's Quentin Tarantino, but it doesn't really feel like Tarantino. It's uh just this, it's kind of a meandering story as well of just like a couple figures in Hollywood. Nineteen sixty nine takes place over a day and a half, um, and it just kind of follows their story of like this declining sixties TV star who's Leonardo DiCaprio and his stuntman who's Brad Pitt. They're just best buds. And there was something that felt great about watching just, like, two best buddies. A movie that, like, was celebrating a friendship in this, like, weird world. And then, of course, the side story is, of course, the Sharon uh, Sharon Tate, Charlie Manson stuff, which is, I think, not a spoiler to say at this point, is altered uh, through this movie. And um, you spend time with Sharon Tate, just kind of a day in her life, rather than, like, focusing on the Manson aspects of, like, here's this thriving star, and here's a day in her life. It's, uh, it's got just this great chill, good, great vibe to it, and uh, I've rewatched it. I've seen it three times at this point, and I can't wow. wait to watch it more. Excellent. Hmm. It's a good year for movies. It was a, it was a great year for movies. I, if you asked me in June, I would have said like maybe one of the worst years ever. There was like nothing, and then it just exploded this last half. Yeah. Incredible. That's my number one. Like, I can't believe I skipped seeing it in the theater yeah like i just i love quentin tarantino and just feels like now suddenly to me it feels like 
these are like once in a lifetime chances in it. Like in this sense. Yes. Like, to see his movies. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's an ex- just it's an event. Yeah. And um, Leo and Brad Pitt, like I feel like on the page, you're like kind of it's kind of an eye roll thing, but watching them on the screen together, you're like, oh, these are like the two actors that like will might most remember, yeah. and they're like awesome together, like. Mm-hmm. I could see these dudes being best buds, like cracking open a beer and watching like '60s action television. Just loved it. Yeah, it's just like a really well developed world. It's kind of surprising really that it. they seem that's such an obvious pairing. I mean, I guess maybe ego and budget. Yeah. Can maybe prevent it from happening early, but it just seemed. It, I having not seen it, I can imagine the chemistry is great. They yeah. Seem like they would have good chemistry. Yeah. Too. Yeah. It's it's terrific. Um, hmm. Yeah. Close call. Uh, my close call was Us. Oh. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, had some minor gripes, but, uh, probably the best horror. Well, Midsummer was close, but, like, I just liked the pacing of this better. I guess, I'm just more likely, I think, to rewatch this more often than I would be that one just because of the length and the um emotional drain <laughs> yeah it's just like a heavier yeah experience um but i really liked this uh i think um jordan peele's like it has been very good i hope he like keeps up this kind of momentum and uh i don't know it, it was yeah. just really good excellent did you see it no. Oh, you only saw three movies. <laughs> Can I say wait, my number one movie wait. that I never saw? Oh, yeah. Or should we wait until... We no, no. What, what, uh, what's the one you... That It's my favorite movie of the year, The Lighthouse. Oh, okay. Hmm. Uh, Has anybody seen it yet? I have mm. seen it. Okay. Yeah. Is that a bad call? Um, <laughs> it, Defoe and Rob Patton, Robert Pattinson are incredible. Like, I, some of the best acting I've seen. And then um, it's just... A, it's, it's You're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. Gotcha. There's just like no in between for it. I'm excited. Um, it's visually one of the more pleasing films I saw this year, but there are points in the story where you're like, you know, you feel like you're almost like on a trip or something. And gotcha. Just like, oh boy, I'm looking. I don't know. Yeah. I still need a little story. You know what I mean? And it's a I little gotcha. thin on it. Okay. But, uh, I'm definitely looking. I'm in, I'm in the middle it. on it. Gotcha. I think that's my number one movie I haven't seen. Okay. So we're on the same page there. Yeah. I went to a like. 10:30 p.m. showing alone. There was like one other guy. In, there was one other guy in the theater. And I was really interested. Like you know, I I enjoyed the experience. It was an experience. And he got up and he made eye contact. I'm like, okay, like maybe maybe we exchange words here because I'm interested. And uh, he like looked at me and he just went, nobody can see it, but he went. And uh, he's like 60. He and he just like walked out of the theater. I'm like, huh? Fair, fair enough. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So my my close call. Um. I'll do one that I haven't seen and one that I have seen. Um. The one I have seen was uh the Irishman. That was really good. Yeah. I did doze off for a little bit of it. It's but, long. It's long. Yeah. <laughs> and I was on the couch. I have not been in the movies in like four years, maybe. Three mm-hmm. years. So I was like, watching my house, and uh, that was great. That was a little weird seeing like 80-year-old men acting like, you know, little <laughs> kids. Like They had the CGI, but they were still walking like very stiffly. Yeah. That was a little strange. Yeah. 
Um, story was great. I, w- I didn't know too much about the story mm-hmm. um, going into it, so um, yeah, that was good. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I don't have much to choose from. So yeah. And then Midsummer would have been my close call that I haven't seen. Before. I think you'll really like it. Did yeah. you see Hereditary, his first film? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that I love a good movie that gives me like a hangover. Yeah. And Hereditary was one that like ha- had me thinking about it. For it gives a few you days a lot to chew on. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, you'll like it. He didn't do The Witch, too, did he? No, that's Robert Eggers. That's who did The Lighthouse. Oh, okay. Wow. Did you like The Witch? Yeah, another one that gave me a hangover. Yeah, Yeah, I like The Witch. And those two are friends, Ari Aster and Robert Eggers. Wow. Best buds. Look at this. Learning so much. Close call? Uh, I think, if I'm totally honest with myself, it would be The Joker. But for the sake of, um, you know, variety, I'm going to go with uh, Parasite. Ah, yeah. Ah. Um, which I didn't love ultimately, but I truly loved like the first third of it. I mm-hmm. thought it was just you know, as like I don't know. It just felt great to watch. It was like really fast moving. Like the characters were interesting, and you really liked them immediately. Yeah, somehow the premise felt like it should have been done a million times before, but was ingenious still. Like, yeah. I hadn't seen anybody use this premise without giving away anything. Yeah, I don't think it's... Yeah, it's a good... Because I didn't know anything going yeah. into it. Yeah. And, you know, I had thoughts based on the title. Yeah. Um, But it's... It's, like, a truly pretty imaginative yeah. movie for being, like, set... For being something that could happen and be realistic. It's, like... Yeah. Very imaginative. Um, Some cool class stuff that I think ultimately, like, fell flat as what they're... Like, there's no message there, but, like, the class dynamics were really interesting Mm. in the movie. Mm. Um, It's it's tough, though, because I wanted... I thought I was... Like, early on, I'm like, this is going to be one of my favorite movies of all time. (laughs) Like, 20 minutes in. And then ultimately, I'm like, yeah, it was okay. It was pretty good. (laughs) But so close call. It's hard to stick the landing, but... um, I I I think it goes too far. It goes a little far. I saw it with a family member, and they that third act bothered them a lot. I did. Yeah, it, it left a bad taste in their mouth. Hmm. But uh, okay, um, I also went with The Irishman, uh, which I think is just a. It's another one of those like you feel like you're in the world. Mm-hmm. You're like lost in it. I, like want to go to those Italian diners, dip my bread in wine. Yeah, they hang did out that with a those lot. Guys, hang out with those guys. <laughs> um, Pacino is just like living his dream as uh, Hoffa, and um, Pet. So good to see Pesci back. He's great, and um, yeah, I loved it. Um, it's it's three and a half hours, but it's uh, I I didn't get up once. I just like I I just loved it. It sucked me into the universe. It's true the CGI had was problematic at points, especially when they had to walk or like. There's a scene where I don't think I'm spoiling too much where Robert De Niro has to like stomp on someone. When he beats that guy up. That yeah. was so and, bad. And, yeah, and it's like, no, this is a 70 year old man. Um, so, but uh, I mean, Scorsese's just going for it here, and, yeah. and, and he's like close to 80, and it's just like this dude is uh, just watching his movies, his soundtracks. Like, it's he's just better than everybody. He's so good. Yeah. Joe Pesci looks like he aged. 50 years since Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he looks so old. Oh but, they, but they also add age to them. So, like, Pesci in real life is not quite as old as he looks, like, by the end of the movie. What about in the beginning? 
<laughs> I don't, I don't terrible. <laughs> I mean, he's like a seventy-year-old man in real yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, I loved it, and I think if uh, people are turned off by the runtime, I don't think there's any shame in watching it in segments because I think it's worth seeing. It's, um, yeah. yeah, and uh, the, the end. I think that is a movie where I think they stick the ending, um, where like that last shot, I just felt like devastated by like holy cow. It's an all. It's definitely an alternative take on like every. It's not just a Scorsese mobster movie. It's like. It's it's definitely a different take on what it means to live that life. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Looking forward to seeing that one too. Just can I give some other shout-outs that I really loved? Because I'm I'm a I'm a movie guy. I, if you I, must, I, de- I devour them. <laughs> uh, my my next close call, which I, I think Chris is going to be angered by, would have been Knives Out, mm. the Ryan Johnson Who Done It. Um, a a classic kind of clue style with a twist. Uh, you, you, you actually don't. Yeah, you don't. You don't necessarily actually have to figure anything out, except then you realize you kind of do. They give you. I don't want to say too much. Um, but uh, Daniel Craig is so phenomenal. He's just this. He's great. He's great. He tries really hard. In fact, I think he's not trying very hard. He's like this cool as ice southern detective who's not doing much that, that, except being cool. That uh, accent doesn't like. I'd listen to it all day. <laughs> yeah, watching a, a British man do a. <laughs> it's not the first time. He, he did a movie called Logan Lucky. I think it's a Soderbergh movie where he does a thick uh, southern accent. And it, there's something almost charming about it. Like, I love hearing a British guy just like put this thick accent on such an anglophile (laughs) (laughs) anyway i think i think if you're a fan of classic like just fun like clue-esque mysteries it satisfies okay Uh, i also love dr sleep which i feel like didn't get a lot of love this year i loved it Uh, i almost saw i almost drove an hour to see that because i'm like this may be cool so the shining but. yes it's it feels like a movie that has no right to even exist or the story feels like what was stephen king smoking when he wrote this but it works it like it's it's uh it, it yeah it's strange but it's cool um no can't believe yeah. that i read the book yeah and i didn't absolutely love it uh, yeah it doesn't feel like it should be a movie mm. no uh, the Farewell is another movie I'd really recommend. It's about um, a, a girl whose um, grandma is dying, uh, but the family is not going to tell her that she's dying. They're going to pretend they're going for a family oh. wedding so they can all say goodbye to her. That's how I know this. That looks really mm. good. Really great. Um, Aquafina. Aquafina is the star of that, and she's terrific. She's like a terrible rapper. I've, I've seen her oh, live. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, is like, that how she got famous? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm glad that she's a good actor yeah she's really good yeah um the art of self-defense is a weird little movie with uh jesse eisenberg uh where uh he plays pretty much like a jesse eisenberg character a weak man who wants to become (laughs) (laughs) who wants to become tough and he starts he signs up for karate classes and it's just this very real movie Mm. but with like it escalates to incredible heights by the end um parasite and midsummer are the other ones i would want to Shout out for sure. Uh, any Fergusons? No. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, I did have a Ferguson. Oh. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong. Uh, I chose 
Dumbo, Aladdin, and Lion King yeah. as yeah, just kind of an annoying thing to me. Like, why do we need to remake these? Um, and in for me, at least, they look not as appealing as the originals. I don't know, maybe kids now like love this look of things, but... I think they um, made a lot of money. I, yeah, I mean... It's just crazy. Three of these movies in the same year? Like, I don't know. Cashing in, yeah. 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 And they all, it seems like they were all bad. Uh, oh, yeah, I should say that I didn't actually see them. So they could be good, but uh, uh, I just Aladdin, don't like Lion this King, and what? Dumbo. 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 Yeah. I saw one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Which one? Lion King. I'll good. talk about it in a second. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Yeah, sure. Um,. What's this great movie that you <laughs> decided to put at Ferguson? <laughs> so the ones that I hadn't seen, um, Black Christmas, which is a uh-huh. horror Christmas movie yeah, that I've just heard came that's out. bad, yeah. And then Happy Death Day 2. heard it's pretty good. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Isn't oh. it a Blumhouse? Blumhouse like, puts out all these weird... Yeah. 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 Weird. So I haven't seen them, but those would be my two. Okay. Wait, I was going to put the, the Sorry. Uh, Happy Death Day 2. Do oh. you not like horror movies? I do, but not cheesy ones. Like, mm. like a really good horror movie, like a, like a Silence of the Lambs. Like, I consider yeah. that horror. Yeah. Silence mm. of the Lambs or like a um, The Shining. Be, you want to be disturbed. I guess, yeah. yeah. What's um, your What's your Ferguson, though, of the movies that you have seen? That I have seen? Well, it's not, I don't know. It's just the least of the yeah. favorite of the three. It would have been The Last Avengers. Oh, I got Disney. Endgame. I got Disney Plus, and I had never seen The Avengers, mm-hmm. and I watched them all in one day. And I didn't watch any of the movies in between, which I guess they were like, yeah, movies that came out. Yeah, so like all these like people, like Doctor Strange popped up, Sleep, and then yeah. like uh, or oh, yeah. Strange, you're right. <laughs> Sleep, and then like uh, Captain Marvel. Oh, so yeah, like, yeah. It's just I didn't know anybody by the end of it, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> I missed okay. twenty movies in between. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, too much to keep up with. Yeah, it's a lot. That was the biggest movie, not of the year, but of all time. Yeah, you know, the highest grossing film ever. And you hated it. <laughs> I, well, did you hate it, or did you just feel lost? Well, you know, I don't think I was lost as much as... I didn't like it as much as the one right before it. Okay, Infinity War. Maybe that was it, yeah. Okay. Or was it... Was that it? Infinity War? I think so. Okay, yeah, I like yeah. that one more. Because okay. I kind of split it up into two segments. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, so it's not really a Ferguson. Just of the three movies I saw... Yeah. That's my least favorite. Hmm. Infinity War, uh, I've never seen any of those movies, um, but that just sounds like like a title that like a 10-year-old came up with and thought it was like the smartest thing <laughs> they ever thought of. Yeah, it goes on forever. It's an Infinity War. Um, Wait till you hear my new band. Yeah. <laughs> Turf monkey. <laughs> um my Ferguson, unfortunately, I'm splitting it between two. Oh, boy, uh, here we go. I know one of them. Knives Out and Us um, huh, are, wow, are my wow, co-Fergusons. I don't think that either are terrible movies, but I really thought I was going to enjoy both. Um, I I loved, loved Get Out. I really, really loved Get Out, and I was really excited to see Us. And it just felt like um, kind of the opposite of Midsummer to me, where it, it just felt like it was hinting at like some meaning or like you know trying to like be more meaningful than i feel like it deserved 
to be like i'm supposed to think that this is art and really it's just like well yeah it's kind of it, and it does that and i think the problem i had with it is that back half there's just so much exposition to say like well this is what we're trying to say yeah and it felt like well i would have rather you'd not done that yeah. let me at least try to figure out i something. forget what she was saying in the when they were in the um living room like when they first kind of captured the family or like restrained mm. them yeah she like gives a whole like explanation of this what is what's going on in the movie. Yeah, yeah and without that it really i think would have seemed a little more i don't yeah. know say yeah. less yeah. yeah yeah which was a weird mistake for i'm calling it a mistake a weird choice for jordan peele to make because i feel like he did that so well and get yeah. out nailed it and yes. that like didn't have to do any of that and it, it, it was so successful it really feels like somebody along the yeah, line maybe just got like it. nervous about yeah. it like i don't know if people are gonna get this we gotta give them something yeah, yeah. but that seems i think it was the wrong yeah. choice and then knives out i just it just didn't add up to anything i was bored by it it felt like it was trying to be like stylish and smart but didn't feel like that to me i don't mean oh. to step on you guys i know you guys both I, really like these movies but um I I think I just don't like what I'm realizing we were talking about this before. Maybe I just don't like Ryan Johnson. I like I've been trying really hard to like it. Hmm. Okay. But it, That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, my Ferguson's Lanking, mm-hmm. um a needless exercise that I wouldn't even call art. It's just it's called capitalism. It's called capitalism <laughs> and it's it's weird. It's unpleasant to watch. I mean, the animals like, there's something to be said that, like, kids liked it because the animals expressed emotions. And they were so rigid on the rule here that these animals couldn't smile or, like, mm. you know, they behaved as animals. And so it's this weird, emotionless experience where it's the same jokes and songs, but it's in an animal expressing no human emotion. <laughs> and so... Uh, that's, that's a very good description of why it, 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 it felt... Yeah, I felt like alienated by him. Like, what is, uh, you know, what is this? Um, Maybe it's actually brilliant. Maybe it's, it's not. <laughs> uh, it's, it's no. And then they, you know, they throw in a few new songs, which are just so below the level of those original Lion King songs. Mm-hmm. You know, they got Beyonce in there, and even the vo- vocal performances weren't very good. Um, so it just felt like a needless exercise. Was John Oliver good though? John Oliver was fine. I wouldn't say he oh, was like. Oh man! I mean, Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner as uh, Timon and Pumbaa were. They like saved the movie. Hmm. Um, but uh, otherwise, yeah, hmm. I didn't gain anything from it. Hmm. Um, some some of our listeners' favorite movies of the year. Justin liked the Peanut Butter Falcon. Uh, which looks like a great movie. Yeah, that does. Um, it's a, an adventure. Shia LaBeouf. Uh, he's um, there's a boy who has Down syndrome who's uh, escaped his living, uh, his housing, and uh, Shia LaBeouf is helping him on this escape. <laughs> I believe that's kind of the basic premise. Uh, Kenny's favorite movie was Parasite. Um, Ryan's favorite movie was The Lighthouse. Allie's favorite movie was Parasite. Uh, Alexandra's favorite movie was Honey Boy, also a Shia LaBeouf movie. Mm, yeah, um, it's actually I think semi autobiographical. It's about a kid actor on a sitcom whose dad like forced him into acting, huh. and Shia LaBeouf plays his dad. 
Wow, working some yeah. stuff out. He yeah. wrote it in uh, rehab, and it was oh, like really? a yeah, okay. it was like a therapeutic thing for him. And he, uh-huh. he wrote down. He was asked to journal everything that he was feeling, and then he sent it off to this woman who was a director. She's like, "We got to make a movie." Yeah, so it's, oh. it's pretty much his just him getting through his therapy. Wow, you know a lot about movies for somebody who doesn't watch them. I love movies. Yeah, I just. Yeah. Melissa doesn't let you watch them. <laughs> yeah. Something. She said, like, 2020, I'll be able to see four or five. <laughs> so. As a treat. Yeah. <laughs> you get to watch some of the more of those Marvel movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Figure out who Captain Marvel is. Uh, Michelle liked It Chapter 2, which oh. you and I saw. Yeah. And um, I think we both agreed we didn't like it as much as the first, yeah. but still uh, a fine installment. Yeah, it was good. Okay. Um... Cobra says they like Avengers Endgame. Uh, Marley likes a movie called Five Feet Apart. Um, Chris, your sister said her favorite movie, and I don't know if this is a joke, is Cats. That's Probably kinda, a joke. Which one of my it came, sisters? It came out today? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> She's communicating for... Is that Kate? That's Kate. Huh. Cats. That movie looks so bizarre. Yeah, yes. that, that looks alienating. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Shannon here says she liked The Lion King live action, Pets 2, Dora, Lost City of Gold, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, Bob, our friend Bob, liked Endgame. Um, Christian said he likes uh, Star Wars, Rise of the Skywalker. Okay, Should note Christian. that the uh, the end of the Skywalker saga this year. Yeah. Uh, that just came out as well. Um, Rain says she loved um, Avengers Endgame. Um, Zach says it's a three-way tie between Joker, Doctor Sleep, and It Chapter Two. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and then um, Michelangelo Jones says Avengers Endgame. Wow. Yeah. I'd like to say you <laughs> <laughs> made some enemies. I didn't dislike the movie, but of the three, it was my least favorite. So great movie. <laughs> All right, uh, Andrew, where do you want to go? Uh, let's do album. Okay. Uh, cool. I don't have much to say about that. Um, I went with the Black Keys, Low High, so it's the only full album I listened to this year. As good, good. As, as good as you think any of their other stuff? Or? Uh, I don't think quite. Okay. But, uh, you know, it was good. What's it called? Low High? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Great. Um, I also didn't listen to much new music this year, um, but I went with Vampire Weekend's Father of the Bride. Yeah. Thought that I was free from all that questioning. But every time a problem ends, another one begins. And the stone walls are finally all bear witness. Anybody with a word in mind can never forgive the sight. Of wicked snakes inside a place you thought was dignified. great band and they really don't miss on their albums we melissa and i saw them live uh, yeah. this year and great experience yeah um, so, a lot of a lot of dynamics on that album like i mean super pop some like really like chill songs yeah 
Yeah. Um, probably my least favorite Vampire Weekend album, okay. but uh, but still a good record. What's, yeah, your, what's your favorite one? Uh, I would have to say... Oof, there's a right answer. I'd probably just say their, uh, their self-titled first record. Right now. Or I think what, Contra? No, I'm joking. Contra, the no, first no, no, two, it's Contra great. And, it's great. Yeah. It's great. I'd pick the first one. Yeah, self-titled well, is really good. And what's crazy is that that uh, their their first song, the big one, what was it like that? A A punk. A punk oh, was yeah. my least favorite song on that record. And, uh, and do you have a favorite song on this new record? Oh my gosh, I couldn't tell you. Like unfortunately, okay. I think Harmony Hall was the big Harmony one. Harmony Hall was good, yeah. yeah. But mm, okay, I'm drawing a blank. Okay, I didn't even know they put out a record this year. That's how behind the times I am. It's a big one too. Like it's. 18 yeah. tracks, I think. Yeah, it's very big. Let's check it out. Favorite album? Uh, what with another local, you know, another friend. Um, my friend uh, Corey has a band called Croy and the Boys, oh. and has an album called Howdy High Rise, which is uh, it's pretty. I, I mean, I I really like it. Um, it's uh, it's like class conscious country. I would maybe call it. Uh, like all the songs are kind of about. Um, you know, he's got a song called uh, "Gentrification," where he spells out <laughs> gentrification and cultural elitism and uh, hegemony, and uh, um, you know, talking about you know things that are happening in the city of Austin and you know all around town in uh, different towns. You know, around the world. Brand new fifty thousand dollar car parked in the paved driveway. Talking about the neighborhood, he used to be no good. Lucky you came his way. Hmm. Well, that's G E N T R I F I C A T I O N. C U L T U R A L E L I T I S M. H E G E M O N Y. Whitewashing society. Words like safety and development. That's COVID R A C I S M. We saw him live, and that song was a real crowd pleaser. Oh yeah! And it was interesting. I think you and I talked about the dynamic in the room of like there was definitely some like kind of hipster liberals in the room. Yeah. And some, I mean, it was like a, it was a biker bar, and so like some real like conservative bikers, and it was a unite, it was a unifying song. Like <laughs> the hipsters were nodding their heads, and the and the more conservative types were also nodding their heads. Yeah, and I think that that's that's really what he's good at is like being like. I'm a, just a real guy, you know, and yeah. like uh, making these things that we think are political, like common sense, like we should, uh, you know, treat people. Uh, yes. You know, the bottom well, line is. Yeah, yeah. The bottom line. Yeah. Like trying to, you know, this isn't. Yeah. Anyway, it's a good record. <laughs> What's How, it called again? Howdy High Rise. Howdy High Rise. Okay. Cool. Croy and the Boys. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, well, as I mentioned, I mentioned this band a little earlier. My favorite album uh, was by Twin Peaks. Uh, it's an album called Look Out Low. Picking it up isn't the easy part You've been bumming around Did a heart of December Blame it all on the weather Needless to say, I'm glad it exists Cigarette upon the boulevard Another cigarette That's how I make my decision To find out what you've been missing But he and I lock you alive
they recorded live, uh, which uh, you can't really tell to listen to, but um, has a very, like, kind of more of a roomy type of sound. Um, and every song kind of has a different feel. But uh, I would say it's closest to if you're really into, like, 60s and 70s folk rock, kind of. Um, yeah, just I don't much more to say about them. They're just a really kind of a agreeable band they're they're easy to listen to the only song i don't like about that album is like the like dancing one dance through it dance through it yeah Marquette if, Quartz if, did like the same thing on yeah album. it felt like they were looking for a single yeah exactly yeah it just feels a little i would agree it's probably the song that i think pe- most people would like um but who, who have never heard the band yes but there are certainly much more interesting songs. Another one I would shout out besides Late in Gold is um, Unfamiliar Sun is a really beautiful song. Look Out Low is a good song. Um, yeah, they're worth checking out. Uh, close calls? Uh, I did not have a close call. Okay. Uh, I had two. I had uh, Bonavir's The I I album. Oh. And then uh, Frankie Cosmos' Close It Quietly. Oh, yeah, Frankie. Yeah, man, Frankie's uh, just the voice... Of the the lead singer and just the the just the style of music is just so relaxing, and then uh, that Bon Iver record. Do I say that right, Bon Iver, or do you, what do you say, Bonavir? Bonavir. Bonavir. It's one of the bon- cumin cumin yeah. situations. But that record's really nice. His last, the, the record before that was, uh, people didn't like it as much as a little different. But yeah. this one's kind of going back to those folk roots and came out with a lot of. Um, videos for the album as well that were really nice like uh home old home videos that he had done and then some weird uh like lyric videos with a lot of different illustrations done by different artists cool so it was a cool rollout gotcha i didn't check that one out cool rollout i like that cool term. rollout <laughs> yeah, real smooth rollout um my my i had two close calls as well um purple mountains um so it's uh the, the late David Berman, um, uh, known also as Silver Jews. Oh, yeah. Um, who died, uh, like, a couple weeks after he put out this album, who um, unfortunately ended his own life a, f- a few weeks after this album. And it's a uh, it's pretty devastatingly uh, depressing album, but it's also very catchy. <laughs> um, and uh, if you guys have ever n- never uh, listened to Silver Jews, I'd recommend it. Um, there he's he's put out consistently good albums since uh, 1994, the the year that every uh, everything started, and um, <laughs> I liked it a lot. Um, the other one is Combo Chimbita uh, on a record called Ahomale, um, and they're like this like psych cumbia kind of band from um, New York. They're they're Colombian. Um, I think, you know, uh, culturally Colombian or something, you know, it sounds like <laughs> Colombian, like cumbia music, but it's got kind of like a psyche vibe. And I, I saw them that, um, they opened for parquet courts. I saw them this year and they absolutely blew me away. Like just as like drawn into a live performance as I think I've ever seen. Um, and the record's not as good as the, the live performance. Um, but it's, it's really interesting. Um, it's it's kind of weird, kind of meandering at times, but it's it's like very dancey at the same time. Um, c- 
kind of a hard thing to pull off, I think. But I like both those albums a lot. Cool. Hmm. All right. Uh, my Close Call is by Junior Junior. Uh, album called Invocations Conversations. Um, just It's dance music. I mean, it's really poppy dance music, but uh, their melodies are... The song's really concise, three to four minutes, which I like. And uh, just uh, every chorus. Like, it's kind of that 90s thing of, like, when you get to the chorus, you're like, ooh, oh boy, they nailed it. Yeah. Like, they found it. Um, so I love that record. Other stuff I'd recommend, uh, Andrew Bird, My Finest Work Yet. It's a really great album. That's a great title. <laughs> uh, he said the story behind that is, like, when he was, uh, like recording it and like sending his mixes to i think a friend or something he like jokingly put put on the mix my finest work yet yeah and he's like i could not he's like naming albums is really hard and someone just said like i just name it that yeah um pup who's a great kind of punk canadian band uh released a really fun album called morbid stuff uh brett loves pup pup is they're just fun yeah they'll get you dancing um, great Australian female singer-songwriter Stella Donnelly uh, released an album called Beware of the Dogs and uh, just one of the better voices I've heard in recent years. Just a beautiful voice and it's very gentle guitar playing. She, that, she was the second uh, recommended artist on Spotify um, with, the, with the person that Andrew, the song that Andrew oh, oh, okay, wow. Yeah. Cool. Look at that. Interesting. And then finally, uh, Kevin Morby. Uh, with Oh My God, uh, just a g- more good kind of straightforward rock, yeah. folk rock. Yeah. Any uh, Ferguson's here for this year? Not a great year for albums, I, I didn't think. But yeah. It's kind of weird to have a Ferguson album, because that means you like <laughs> with a, yeah. listen to the whole album. <laughs> yeah, I have one. You do? You do? Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. I mean, it's not that uh, weird. I guess no. <laughs> Freaking weirdo. Um, Chance the Rapper's uh, Big Day, his oh. new album. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, coming off of Coloring Book, which was like so good. And uh, this last record is just really long and just really bad. So it was huh. a letdown. Okay. That makes sense. Like the person that you were expecting. Oh, yeah. Good th- are... that, yeah. The uh, Coloring Book album kind of came out of somewhat nowhere and universally acclaimed. Yeah. And then this one is just stuck. <laughs> okay. I won't check it out. Yeah. <laughs> he does have a feature. Who Who's on that? Um, ben Gibbard. No. Who's the guy from uh, Ben Gibbard? Ben Gibbard. Yeah. yeah. There's a song with him on it that's kind of catchy, but huh. but it's like 20 tracks, and they're 19 <laughs> really poor ones, and then one somewhat poor one. Gotcha. Yeah. Hope he's not listening. <laughs> I didn't uh, have a Ferguson, but I uh, did note some bands that broke up this year. Hmm. Oh. Um, so we have the Cranberries, of course. With the They released their last album, but uh, Dolores passed away last year. Uh, Thursday? broke up oh man uh, really the pains of being pure at heart oh I like that band uh Toto <laughs> I think they I think they had like a brief comeback to like off the success of Africa the re-emergence of Africa I think they toured <laughs> and so I think technically now they're done <laughs> yeah, uh and One Direction so. is on hiatus oh no yeah so we're kind of going yeah. in their separate directions <laughs> <laughs> touche uh do you guys know the top album of this year? It's got to be Little Nas X. Uh, it's got to uh, be. No. Um, wow. Who's the girl with the pink hair? She's like 16 and sings really oh, yeah, naughty uh, songs. Naughty songs. <laughs> wow. Uh, What's her name? Yeah. Uh, Billie Eilish. Yeah. Yeah. Billie Eilish. Billie. Yeah. <laughs> Billie. I kind of like that song. Yeah. 
Huh? I kind of like that one. Her, her, I've only heard. Oh yeah, song. I mean she's I she's good. got catchy stuff, but I'm guessing her, or Post Malone. No, you're right. No, Billie okay. Eilish. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, some of our listeners' favorites. Uh, Justin said Hollywood Vampires, the album Rise. Ryan said uh, Blink One Eighty Two, the album Nine. Uh, Allie said uh, an album by Infant Annihilator called The Battle of Yaldo Both. And Marley said Marin Morris Girl. Hmm. A couple albums there. Infant Annihilator? (laughs) 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 That didn't even register to me. Yes. uh, (laughs) Infinite Annihilator was the name. Oh, Infinite or Infinite or Infant? Infant as in a child? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Pretty good name, man. Yeah, no, not inf- Infinity Wars taken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a cooler ten-year-old who made up that uh, band name for sure. Um, let's move on to TV shows. I think a particularly good year for TV. Sure, yeah, yeah. that was pretty well. I don't know All if right. I agree with that. Okay, but there was a few good ones. All right, uh, I went with What We Do in the Shadows. Ah, yeah, I really oh, I didn't watch. It. Loved it was great this whole season. Yes, um, it, was. it was great. What a film. Yeah, great uh, film. Very good movie. I think that the show, for me at least, is a little bit better. Beca- and I think it's because of the female vampire. Like, She's great. Rounding things out yes. kind of better. Um, just really hilarious. Every episode is like, I feel like nails it. Yeah. Um, and uh, my only complaint is that the season's only 10 episodes long. And yeah, I sure. I can use twice as much as that. Yeah. Um, but really amazing. Uh, the um, energy vampire guy. Yes. Uh, he works he at is, an office yeah, and yeah. just sucks your energy by talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. This is my office, also known as the hunting ground. Hi, Deb. Energy vampires drain people's energy merely by talking Jeez, to them. Actual versus budget year to date. No thanks. You're going to be at that all day. We either bore you with a long conversation. Feeling better now. I was a little sick this weekend. Hey, Don. Don. I have to pee, too. Or we enrage you. In fact, you probably know an energy vampire. We're the most common kind of vampire. We are day walkers, not affected by the sun. And we are the only kind of vampire that can drain another vampire's energy. It's very cool. <laughs> uh, man, just a perfect season. Yeah. Yeah. Loved it. Great choice. That's FX. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, my top show was The Mandalorian. Oh, um, yeah. Which I had, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. Yeah, but this was just so well done, and it's like every episode is a movie, and you know it's pretty. He's bad butt. You know? <laughs> he's b- <laughs> bad butt. <laughs> so uh, uh, the Mandalorian, who's like, a, he's like, I think the guy from this movies are Boba Fett. Is that his? He's role? a bounty hunter. Yeah, so yeah. it's like the same, I think, race of people, but he's just uh, just goes on bounties and and collects, you know, takes kicks butts and takes names. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he's like very quiet. Yeah, the, no, sh- just... the show's done in, like, a Western almost type of style. It's more like yeah, a, cool. watching an old Western than mm-hmm. it is a Star Wars movie. I mean, it has elements, of course, Star Wars, but it's really cool. I think it was the same guy that did The Lion King. 
right? Wow. Um, John Favreau. Yeah. Yeah. Jungle oh, Book, Jungle Elf. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's all kinds Chef. of stuff. And I think yeah, this he is does. the most expensive per episode ever. $15 million wow. an episode, I believe. Wow. <laughs> I mean, like, Disney, Disney like has money to burn. Sure. Yes, yeah, yes. they own everything. Um... And of course, Baby Yoda. Yeah. We'd be remiss to not mention in the year 2019 the meme, the meme that won't quit, Baby Yoda. Yeah, it's, it's with like his coffee. Old Town Road picture form. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get away from it. <laughs> so that was mine. Yeah. Cool. And that's Disney Plus, which emerged Disney this year. Disney Plus, yeah. That's how I watched Endgame. Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, I think the other 22 are on there. Yeah, yeah. I, of course, am going with The Masked Singer. (laughs) Is that show over yet? I feel like people are still talking about it. I'm like, they haven't figured out the people yet? Uh, No, I'm... uh, I think you should leave. Um, Which I love as much as I've loved, I think, anything in my life. Did anyone see? Someone drove a hot dog-shaped car through the window. (laughs) Whose car is this? Yeah, come on. Whoever did this, just confess. We promise we won't be mad. What? Well, close our eyes. Just take your car and get out of here. Someone call the police. Yeah, that's one idea. Or we could work as a team, find out whoever did this, and punish him ourselves. Maybe take his bare butt out of his costume and spank him. No one's getting spanked. It could literally be any one of us. No, it couldn't. You're dressed like a hot dog. So is that guy. Donald might look like a hot dog, but you're wearing an actual hot dog costume. What happened here? Yeah, we're all trying to find the guy who did this and give him a spanking. It's obviously this guy, right? Yes. I have a name. What's your name? Um, it is, uh... Endlessly rewatchable uh, for me. I love every sketch. Um, and and the best part is it made me discover Detroiters, which I think might be even better. Nice. Detroiters is so good. Great Comedy Central show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love, I love I Think You Should Leave. Um, with Tim Robinson. With Tim, with, with Tim <laughs> Robinson. Just the sketches always end at the right time. Nothing ever goes too long. Um... It's just as like tight and good as anything, yeah. and I and if you aren't picking that, I would be shocked. Um, well, I think I forced you to. I so my I forced people to watch it. Yeah. yeah people come over and I turn it on and uh, you know I see if they like it. Follow my lead, in G. He rode into town on a jet black mare, spat and hitched her to a tree. He made his way to the town saloon the day Robert Palin's murdered me. It was also the night that the skeletons came to life. They came from under the ground and from all over the... Bales grabbed the preacher's daughter. He aimed to shoot her at my crown. He cocked that crooked hammer back and he brought that hammer down. Exactly. The bones are the skeleton's money. In our world, bones equal dollars. That's why they're coming out tonight to get their bones from you. The skeletons will pull your hair up, but not out. All they want's another chance at life. They've never seen so much food as this. 
Undergrounders have as much food as this. And the worms are their money. The bones are their dollars. And the the bullet ripped inside my chest. The I've even done it at my place of employment at this point. Uh, I, had a, I had a meeting. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I was like, you guys know I think you should leave. <laughs> They're like, no. Let's watch it right now. And the only sketch that's available on YouTube is uh, the focus group, which is great. Yeah. But it's not the best. I no. mean, it's not the one I'd want to start with. Um, and I don't, I think they thought, like, I, it was one of those terrible feelings of, like, it not going well. Showing something you love and it going very poorly. Of, yeah. Like, nobody laughing. Um, be like, anyway, that one wasn't very good. You guys should check out more. Um, it's on Netflix. 15-minute episodes, only six episodes. So, I mean, this thing is shorter than The Irishman. You watch the whole season, like, (laughs) an hour and a half. Um, The sketches are perfect. The humor is, it, like, defines what I think is funny. Um, I think anybody listening to this podcast should turn it off for an hour and a half and watch I Think You Should Leave. After purchasing Andrew's book. Yeah. 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 Space Junk, throw on Netflix, watch I Think You Should Leave, text three people you know and tell them to watch I Think You Should Leave. And buy Space Junk. Buy Space Junk, read it, turn the podcast back on. It's like Tim and Eric, right? Yeah, and Tim Heidecker appears in a terrific sketch (laughs) uh, of a guy who only makes obscure references in the middle of a game. Okay, um, yeah, I've I've seen I think I've seen the show. <laughs> yeah, I think we yeah, yeah, I think we watched it. Uh, I think we forced you to watch it as well. I think well. so. Um it is everything I want in a comedy show. Sweet. Yeah. And there is a second season coming, so that's the good news. Uh do you have a favorite sketch? Do we I know we've talked about this, but Yeah, I think ultimately it doesn't really make sense. Um I don't necessarily think it's the best sketch, but my favorite sketch is the um <laughs> Is the sketch uh, with the printer? Yes, it's so good. Um, and I just am mesmerized by the performance of Patty Harrison in that. Um, everything she says is just makes me yeah. crack up. The sketch is kind of based on the premise of what I just explained of like being at work and showing or saying something you think people will think is funny and not getting the response you want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and just taking that to the extreme. And yeah, not letting that moment go. Yeah. Um, all right, close calls. Uh, my close call. I I had two close calls. Watchmen. Um, I think it's really good. Uh, mm, um, it's. I think it's slightly. There's something slightly off about it, which kept it from being the best show for me for the year. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it's just a little bit. As far as superhero stuff goes, like it's really more up my alley than the current marvel stuff i guess um just a little headier maybe and Mm. i think that having read the original comics and seen the movie um this is like a weird departure from the story Mm. from the original story um but i think it's done really well it's like there were like multiple moments where i thought like what is happening and this is so weird that like I really dig it kind of yeah like, just like this is like super weirdness yeah. um so I I think it's like mostly really successful um love that and also I really liked creep show creep show um yeah shutter yeah really solid follow-up to the movies um I think like surprisingly good and yes. like the stories were 
super weird. Like, yes. weird to the point where some of them where I was like, I can't, like, I just couldn't believe it. Like, I was just very surprised. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is ultra weird, and I love that. If you um, like those movies, yeah, it's worth, do a free trial of Shudder yeah, and just yeah. kind of speed through them. For you know? sure. Yeah. Um, so, those were, those were my favorites. Definitely. Cool. Um, I went with, uh, which I thought was going to be my favorite, um, The Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't like it as much. I mean, the movie was, like, my favorite as a teenager. And the show does a great job bringing back the Skeksis and the Gelflings and everything. I just don't know about the mix of CGI with the Jim Henson movie. just kind of makes it a little strange. But the lore is all there, and it's, uh, I haven't gotten all the way through it. So... Yeah, I tried that one. I couldn't quite get through it. Yep. I haven't watched many TV shows this year. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Same here. Uh, So I don't think that this... So this is supposed to be something that only existed in 2019, right? Yes, but can I guess what you're going to say? Yeah. Secession? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Nice. Uh, So season two of Succession... I loved season one. I'm sure it was my favorite thing last year, or two years ago. Or, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um, it's every episode is better than the last, um, which seems impossible. The characters are great. It, it's. I don't know why it's good. It's like hard yeah. to explain why it's good because it's. It's like equal parts drama and comedy, and normally I don't care about rich people, family problems, yeah. stuff, but. Um, I don't know. I just can't can't love it more. Except except if it was, I think you should leave. In which case, <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, it's I mean, terrific. I love it. Um, I I think I was really thinking about like what's making this so good, and it made me realize like the whole show is just like room to room people talking. And that's like it. Yeah. But somehow it's still the char- the characters are so developed and yeah. so ner- they have these like weird character traits that yeah. you love them dis- despite themselves. Yeah. Which is a next question, who's your favorite secession character? What a question. Um do you have one? Um I am kind of a sucker for Roman. Hmm. Um, that's what that's what I want to say, but I think I just love Kieran Culkin. Yes. <laughs> it's between him and um, Tom for hmm. me. I think it's Tom for me, although I kind of just want to say Kendall. Kendall's I really great. like Kendall's character. I'm going to go Kendall. I'm going to just commit. That is okay. great. That is great. You? Uh, I love Greg. Yeah. I really love Greg. He's um, a little underused, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I gotta say the dad. Yeah. Like, even though I kind of hate him. Logan. He's yeah. just drives so much of what's going on. And yeah. I don't know. He's just, like, fascinating to watch. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Great show. Great show. Yeah. It's between <laughs> Greg or the dad for me. <laughs> You seem like a great Sorry. guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're, you're definitely a great guy. Yeah, no doubt. You would, you would pick Greg 100%. Perfect. Uh, my close call was uh, HBO's Chernobyl, uh, which is uh, an, uh, as a hi- lover of history and event that I've 
um, over and over tried to understand. Like, I've researched and read a lot about it and, like, never felt like I could grasp my head around kind of what happened because the information varies so much depending on the re the source. And this show, based on what I understand, is, like, they did extensive research to try to get it as close as possible. Hmm. And so, like, just the visual of, like, seeing it now, like, I felt like I was really learning it. But it's also just high drama, like, this just comedy of errors of course, it's a bit of a commentary on a government that won't allow bad information to be released. And so, like, a total failure and a cover-up. Every episode, like, escalates more than the next. It's it's only flaws that I don't know if I never even need to watch it ever again. Um, because it's very depressing. But um, if you want to watch, I guess, just good television, Chernobyl is like, you, you must, you must watch it. It's, um, I think it's only six episodes, um, and it's, you'll learn a lot, and, uh, yeah, um, I highly recommend it. Cool. Okay. Um, other things I want to shout out, Creepshow, which, uh, just loving those movies, it felt like they just nailed the tone. Yeah. Um, Pen15, which is a very yeah, dumb comedy on Hulu about, you know, these the women in real life are like 35-year-old comedians playing 15-year-old high schoolers. and which everybody already a <laughs> <laughs> But everybody else yeah. in the show is actual age. Yeah. Everybody else is actual 14 or 15-year-old actors. Little strangers with fiction. Yes. Stranger, stranger candy. candy. Yes. Yeah. But it's so good. I think my one of my favorite episodes of anything this year is, I think, uh, it, the episode's called AIM. And it's, it's, uh, the show's based in the nineties and, uh, it's really about that experience of like getting on instant message for the first time and like away messages and meeting some random person who messages you and like thinking you fall in love in like five minutes and welcome. Oh my God. Sup? Hot tease. I'm hot, girl. Oh my god! Wait, it's like going so fast, you don't, it like gets lost. Oh my god, some random guy just IM me again. I'm Miami for 22. That's a hot screen name. Yeah. Okay, I'm clicking on it. He says, hey hottie, zap, what you look like. Oh my god. It's a perfect episode. Um, <laughs> what we do in the shadows, and then also the Mandalorian. I'd really, uh, if you're skeptical of oh. Star Wars type stuff, um, the Mandalorian is really quite fun, and Baby Yoda is worth worth it alone. Uh, any Fergusons? No Fergusons for me. Hmm? I went with the uh, Mass Singer. <laughs> <laughs> that was really bad. <laughs> But Who's under there? I did, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Melissa was like, she's like, what? Because I did turn it on. I, I was like interested at first, and she's like, why are you watching this? I, I was watching on Hulu Live, so like I walked away, and then like the episode had ended, but it was still paused, so I was able to just fast forward to the end, and I got to see who the singer was. And I did that like two or three times. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> is it ever just like really? Like, wow. Yeah. Is it? Did, did you ever have that reaction? I'm like, I can't believe it. Not really. Okay. Antonio Brown was one of them. Oh. But I, did, what, I wouldn't even listen to them sing. I just wanted to see who was under the, yeah. the, the mask. 
So every episode, someone's unmasked. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> it seems absurd to me. It just seems like something from Idiocracy. It's a good Ferguson, for yeah. sure. Um, my Ferguson for TV show is the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> <laughs> just, just the most hateable Cleveland sports team iteration in in uh, in recent memory in my in my life. I don't like the team at all and i love and i just can't not watch it um unfortunately it's the closest thing to an addiction i have is not being able to not watch cleveland sports um and this has been a very painful season yeah Mm. not good um i have two here one that i think is genuinely bad and one that really disappointed me uh the one that i think is genuinely bad is on disney plus it's called disney's fairy tale weddings uh and it's just 30 minutes of promotion for people to like go get married in Disney. And some shows are like fun to watch where it's like, okay, these people are super rich and like, here's how they're going to use their money. They have good taste. And then like, it'd be fun if you saw like how Disney set up these weddings that happen there. But it's literally the I episode. <laughs> well, like <laughs> HGTV type stuff, where it's like behind the scenes, like right, like how Disney sets up this incredible stuff. But that's not what the show is. The show is like people with very bad taste because they're deciding to get married at Disney, and uh, <laughs> it's just like watching them like get ready for the wedding, and then it shows the wedding. It's it's a it's a commercial, and I, I when I was watching, I'm like I hate this. Like I don't like these people. Um, I hear you. And uh, the show that most disappointed me was uh, Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone. Uh, uh, as a rabid Twilight okay. Zone fan, uh, obsessive, I would say, the show just... Um, it wasn't bad, uh, but it is a, kind of a perfect Ferguson in the fact that like I was so anticipating, because I was trusting Jordan Peele would nail it. And there are moments of it, but uh, it doesn't. it doesn't come close. To working. It's a very good Ferguson. Uh, it, man, it looks pretty good. Yeah. It's like its strongest point, yes. I think. But, man, the endings. They and you have they to couldn't. nail those. Yes. You have to. Why bother? Yeah. Yeah, they didn't yeah. nail the na- endings. No. Um, uh, some shows that ended into a lot of, I mean, like, this was a big year for shows coming to an end. Uh, the Punisher, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Broad City, You're the Worst, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, The Tick, Gotham, Sneaky Pete, Veep, The Big Bang Theory, Jessica Jones, Orange is the New Black, Jane the Virgin, Elementary, Baskets, Transparent, Preacher, Ballers, The Deuce, Silicon Valley, Madam Secretary, yeah. Born This Way, Mr. Robot, all in oh, mm, this year. That's a lot of good yeah. stuff. I think The Good Place did too, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh boy! I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> that's one that people I love it, up, but I want to check people... it out. Are you a good place guy? A good. good I don't know if I'd guy? call myself a good place guy. <laughs> what would you call it. yourself? I, I, I love a guy dancing. that needs to watch more television and movies. Apparently, yeah. all these all these songs are so good. Yeah. All the things you're saying. Yeah. Anyways, some of our listeners' favorite shows. Um, Lauren said The Righteous Gemstones, HBO. Oh. Danny McBride. Yeah, uh, that's pretty good. It was, you know what? I, I think I talked to you about it. The first episode, I was like, nah, I'm not interested. And I retried, and it is. It's yeah. If you like uh, Vice Principals or Eastbound and Down, yeah. it's a safe bet. My only disappointment with it, I don't like love any of those shows. I mm-hmm. just started Vice Principals just kind of as a background thing. That's and my it's favorite really good. one, yeah. Um, is that 
the, the reason I put on Righteous Gemstones is I love John Goodman, and I was like, just wanted to watch John Goodman, and he's yeah. not really very yeah. good or interesting. At no, all. his character isn't very interesting. Yeah. Um, Kenny said Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Um, the Tape Store said The Mandalorian. Ben said SWAT. Um, Allie uh, mentions this Succession. Uh, Michelle said Sabrina. Um, Marley mentions Born This Way, which I don't, it ended this year, and, and it is a great show. It's, a, it's about um, kids living with Down syndrome um, and, like, their group of friends and just kind of their experiences. It's a really, like, heartwarming show. Uh, Shannon mentioned Outlander. Uh, Bob mentioned Mr. Robot, again, ending this year, but uh, I didn't see this yeah. season. Uh, Throw Rovert said Daybreak. Uh, Rain said Black Lightning. Abel mentions Watchmen and Dark Crystal. Both surprised me at how good they were. And Michelangelo Jones mentioned The Witcher, which I haven't seen. Any other thoughts on TV? I don't. All right, Max, where are we going? Um, Gosh, I guess I did pretty bad with this one. So we'll go with events. Okay. Events is the hardest. Uh, I picked the student climate change protests. Hmm. Uh, Very good. You know, it's kind of like a worldwide thing. Uh, I think it's an important thing to uh, advance, I guess. Um, and I think that these, it's smart for these kids to, I don't know, yeah. put, try to push things forward a little bit. Yeah, totally. That's awesome. Mine is much more shallow. So, uh, mine was the NBA off-season moves. Ooh, uh, that's a good one. Just because, you know, we had the Cavs and we had uh, the Warriors as the two top dogs, and then obviously Toronto, but with Kawhi Leonard going to the Clippers and Anthony Davis going to the Lakers, Russell Westbrook coming to the Rockets, there's no team that's in the, you know, a definite winner this year. So it's made basketball a little bit more fun. Yeah, it's been... It's like one of those seasons where I'm sure it's been good, but I'm just like so excited for the playoffs that I'm just yep. kind of waiting for that to happen. Like let's just let's just get to the playoffs. Yeah, the playoffs are gonna be great. Yeah. So. Cool. Um, I initially was saying moving to New Mexico, and I really love moving in New Mexico, but Andrew made me feel, um, uh, weird about that. So I'm going with uh, the first photo of a black hole. Uh. Ooh. That's mine too. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. No. I'm happy you're excited yeah. about it. Yeah, it's very cool. It, I mean, the photo itself isn't... I mean, it's kind of interesting to look at, but, like, yeah. the fact that we now know this thing that we've kind of understood theoretically. Yeah. We could be like... I was so excited. The day, the uh, I, f- I saw it at work, and I was, like, going around to people at work, and show, I'm like, did you see the picture of the black hole? Wow. Like, no. Like, wow. I'm like, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> A blurry red <laughs> circle. People who are listening to this episode are like, what does Joey do at work? <laughs> Shows people, I think you should leave in pictures of black holes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, really cool. Close calls? Uh, yeah, the um, Sandusky, Ohio, being the first city to in the country to make Election Day a paid holiday. And yeah, they, oh, that's a good one. That's a great one. Yeah. And they eliminated Columbus Day in the uh, <laughs> while they were at it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Sandusky. Yeah, who would have guessed? That's Not awesome. me. Election Day should be a federal holiday. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. something we can all agree on. Yes. A day off work to go vote. Yeah. 
Perfect. Totally reasonable. It actually Give makes sense. Give people a reason like, to like, yeah. think about yes. this and how important it is. Yes. Good job, Sandusky. Yeah, it's awesome. Cedar Point and Fet- yep. voting day. <laughs> um, so, yeah, close calls. I would go with uh, the first all-female spacewalk outside of the International mm. Space Station. Oh, cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and then also Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Been watching that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Know. I don't have one. I don't either. Okay. Although I'll mention, um, <laughs> Allie said the diversity in uh, this year's state elections. Mm. Yeah. A lot of a lot of uh, unique candidates elected this year. That's a good one. Uh, Michelangelo Jones said the New York Comic Con. Oh. Sounds fun. Yep. And Quincy said, uh, hopefully the Trump impeachment. Ah, there you go. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ferguson's? Yeah, I got one. Um, somebody suing Popeyes and another person being stabbed over the chicken sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty ridiculous... Have you uh, had the sandwich? I haven't, but it really it's looks... got to be good. Very good. It looks so good. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, if you're stabbing somebody over it, it's got to be pretty good. Yeah. Um, I just want the Amazon wildfires. That kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. 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 Not kind of, that really sucks. I went with the government putting uh, children in cages. Mm. Yeah, that's, uh, that's yeah, I'll agree to that one. That sounds, Separating yeah, so. families. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. Just the moral failure involved yeah. in that. Yeah. Again, not even trying to make that a political thing, just like how 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 do we get there? How did we get there? Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. Okay. Um, you want to do books or music videos? That's all we got left. Does anybody even have a music video? Yeah, video no. games too, right? Oh, video games. Oh, Thank video you. Games. I didn't read any books that came out this year. I didn't play um. any video games. <laughs> <laughs> so I let's take some liberties with these categories. So what do you want to do? Uh, let's do video game. Okay. Just get it over with. Uh, <laughs> I said Resident Evil Four coming out for the Switch. Okay. I love the game. Um, and I haven't played any. 2019 current game, so stick with that. Wait, so that didn't come out this year? It's no, it came out years ago, but it's being put on the Switch. Gotcha. Okay. Great game though. Fantastic. Any other video game stuff altogether? No. Uh, yeah, I played a game called Untitled Goose Game. Oh. Really fun. It's like an indie game for. Uh, it's on Switch. Came out on Switch and it just came to Xbox, and um, pretty much you play this goose. And you have these different objectives, and, and pretty much you just uh, torment the people around you. So, like, to give you an example, um, you know, they have this list of things you have to do. One was there's a child on the map, and you have to get him to put on different glasses. So what you have to figure out is, okay, I go over to him, I, I look at him, he has these long shoelaces, and I, I t- take the shoelaces, and I unstring them and then I honk right behind him and then he gets scared and trips and then his glasses fall off. So then you pick up those glasses and then there's a woman down the ways that has a shop and she's selling glasses and you have to scare her off, steal a pair of the glasses, bring them over to the boy who's on his knees looking for his glasses and then he puts them on and you make that objective. So it's really fun. It's all cell shaded so it looks like a cartoon. Um, And that's, that's the game I... That's really but you have to figure out each step. Each step, yeah. So like, would, I would never. That would just. I would not. Well, be able to you, do that. yeah. At first, you're like, it's overwhelming. You know, you're like, how am I going to get these things to happen? Um, but then, as you kind of look around the map and you see the movement of the people and what's going on, you can figure it out. Hmm. It's cool. 
Sounds yeah. cool. Yeah. That makes me almost want to play a video game. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's worth it. I think it's only like an hour and a half to beat the whole game, too. So. Yeah. Cool. Any close calls or Ferguson's? Uh, no. Uh, some of our listeners' favorite video games of the year. Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, says Justin. Ryan says Borderlands 3. Ali says Sega Genesis Mini. Um, and Michelangelo Jones mentions Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. My sisters love Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts Key. Keyblade? Like, uh. Keyblade. Yeah. It's just hanging <laughs> in my mom's house somewhere. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, books? Yeah. Um, I just went with books that I read this year. Because mm. I haven't read anything from 2019, unfortunately. Uh, but I read American Gods by Neil Gaiman. Uh-huh. Uh, great. Really good. Um, very long, but, like, very quick read. Um, and the series came out, like, kind of recently, so I was interested in getting into the book. And yeah. uh, it was really satisfying read. Awesome. Uh, none for me. I bought Space Junk, and I'm excited to read that one. So. Oh, thanks, thanks. Yeah, Space Junk is the answer. Um, <laughs> also, um, there's a book called uh, Wonderlusting by a guy I met in a bar in Silver City, New Mexico, named Gary McWilliams, and it's a kind of a story of his uh, travels and adventures. Um, and it's just, I was, I wasn't. He, I met this guy in a bar, and he was like interesting and we were talking for a while and then at the end he's like oh i've got something for you and i thought he's gonna give me like a cool like like i have this fantasy like he's like i'm and he's an old cat i'm like oh you know i i've, I've been looking for someone to give and i, and I, I anyway he ended up giving me this book <laughs> and it took me forever to even open it up and then once i opened it up i'm like wow this thing is amazing um so it's called wanderlusting um cool see yeah I'm not finished yet, but I'm thoroughly enjoying Space Junk by Andrew. Uh, I have Buy not, the book. I have not read any other 2019 books this year, although I have been gifted Wonderlusting and look forward to uh, perusing it. Cool. Buy Space Junk. You, if you haven't, if you didn't already pause it to, to buy it, just do it. The, this podcast brings you so much joy. You haven't had to put a dime into it. Even if you don't know how to read, buy Space Junk. <laughs> It will impress your friends. The cover art itself is worth the, the purchase. Any other thoughts on books? Uh, I also read Cloud Atlas this year. Oh, okay. Uh, very good. Like, very, um, a little more heady than American Gods, but just, like, it's just, if you've seen the movie, it's, like, kind of follows these different, um, period, like, these different characters in separate periods of time, but they kind of connect in these like different interesting ways. Um, it's just very in each section is like written very differently. Like one section's like a diary page from somebody a long time ago, and um, it's just it's a very like complex, like really interesting read. Cool. Mm. Did you see the movie? Yeah. And I really liked it. Like, yeah. I, it gets kind of a bad rap, but um, I thought it was very good. Cool. Cool. Uh, listeners, uh, Michelle says, Luckiest Girl Alive by Jessica Knoll is her favorite of the cool. year. And Marley mentions Five Feet Apart. Cool. Yeah. Uh, do you, did you guys have any music videos? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, I picked Tierra Whack, Unemployed.
I must be a criminal, yeah. keep you talking minimal, yeah. cause most of it's subliminal, yeah. and it'll put you in a critical, yeah, yeah. used to be invisible, yeah. they would refer to me as mythical, yeah. sipping no mystical, yeah, sipping slow. Yeah. Um, really weird video, she's like a chef, and there's these potatoes that have like weird, uh, like puppet type faces, um, and she's just uh, destroying them and like cutting them up in different ways. It's just like a very surreal kind of up my alley video. Yeah. You've seen it too? Uh, no, I'm saying that sounds very surreal oh. and fun. Yeah. And I'd love to watch it. Yeah, it sounds cool. Nice. Uh, I went with Sharon Van Eaton, 17. Pretty much uh, shows snippets of her youth, um, like places that she would go to to dance and where she grew up, like the, the shops that she would visit. It's just her standing outside of all these different shops, and it's like shot. I believe it's like on eight millimeter, and just hmm. kind of cool, heartwarming. Cool. Uh, I went with uh, that punk Canadian band Pup, uh, a song called "Free at Last." Did something kind of fun. They uh, before the, they released the single, they released the sheet music and the lyrics, and then they had fans cover the song before they had heard it. Wow. So like people recorded themselves playing what they thought the song would sound like based on the chords and words. That's cool. And yeah. some people got really close. Someone was like on piano. Someone was like really far off. Um, and so like the video starts with that, but then throughout the whole video, it's still like the people with the song, you know, kind of lip syncing over it. Um, I'd say probably people who found it probably found it because uh, Finn Wolfhard from Stranger mm. Things is a big fan of Pup, so he submitted a video, and so he's in it for a second. Um, so, uh, what a dreamboat. Cool guy. Finn Wolfhard. Yeah. Um, any other video thoughts? Uh, I'll just mention the Claypool Lennon Delirium. Uh, oh, yeah. Blood and Rockets. You know what? That That Very, is a cool project. Yeah. Uh, very cool video for this song. It's like, uh, kind of, it's like Monty Python kind of, hmm. uh, animation, but like updated. Um, but it follows the story of this like rocket scientist, like real life rocket yeah. scientist that like got into, um, like occult stuff. And it's just very Oh. weird surreal that whole album is uh like the songs are story like these kind of epic yeah. stories yeah. it's uh sean lennon and les claypool oh mm. um sean weird. lennon's just vastly underrated yeah yeah cool i have to watch that Any, anything else uh i know everyone loves it but i i find the uh this is america uh childish gambino mm. I, I find it uh was that flat. this year? I think that was last year. Oh, that was last year? I think so. That was uh, a good one. That was really good. I don't know. I like that video, too. Maybe I like it in the sole sense that I saw it once, and I feel like I'll never forget That's it. That's true. But it's just so serious. 
Yeah. Like it is a serious you know, thing, but I don't know. Just you have you serious. have problems with Donald Glover. No, I'm not a Glover guy. Hmm. But you like Atlanta, right? I do like Atlanta. Yeah. 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 It's that hard it's balance, good. yeah. Yeah. Uh sports this year? You guys know who won the World Series? Um <laughs> wasn't it Washington? Yeah, it was the Nationals. Jan Gomes. Good Jan for you. Gomes. Uh NBA uh champs? Raptors. Raptors. That's the Toronto Raptors. NFL champions. Oh. I should know this, huh? <laughs> was it Tom Brady? It was Tom oh, yeah. Brady and the Patriots. That's yeah. why I remember. <laughs> Sue's fest. Uh, and NHL Stanley Cup champs. Is it Louisville? Who? Louisville? No. The Rochester Ironman. <laughs> it was the St. Louis Blues. Mm. Um, and uh, I would say the other big notable thing is that the U.S. women's soccer team wins the World Cup. Mm, which is pretty huge. cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, that was a cool team. For sure. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on 2019? Hmm. Sayonara. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're, you're done with it. Yeah. I mean, I guess you have to be, but... Yeah. Um, well, we did get a letter from our buddy... Ethan, about his thoughts on cool. 2019. Would you like to hear what he has to say? I'd yeah. love to, of course. He says, hey guys, uh, favorite movie of 2019, Peanut Butter Falcon. Mm. Another vote for that. Close call, Little Monsters, and Ferguson Frozen 2. Mm. Uh, he says, I don't really listen to a lot of current music anymore, but here's what I have based on my limited exposure. Favorite song, Nobody Else by Backstreet Boys. Close call, Blood Thicker Than Water by The Game. And Ferguson Sucker by The Jonas Brothers. His favorite TV show was Schooled, which I have heard of. No. Uh, his close call was Russian Doll, which is actually a very, very good. cool show on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, and he had no Ferguson. Uh, his favorite Big Orange Couch episode this year, uh, Year in Review, 1994. Wow. <laughs> Correct answer. Fe- featuring Brett and Chris. And his close call was Wild and Crazy Kids, May 24th, 1992. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think... I think Brett was on that episode as well. Wow. Jeez. He hated it. I want to say Brett hated it. <laughs> that sounds right. Uh, plausible. <laughs> Whoever was on that episode hated it. Um, no Ferguson for Big Orange Couch. Uh, his favorite event, Even Stevens streaming on Disney+. Plus. Oh. Uh, close. He has an Even Stevens podcast. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh. What's the name? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Check it out. Yeah, check it out. Uh, close call, principal photography, um, commencing on Bill and Ted 3. Oh, yeah, that is great. Very excited about that next year. And Ferguson, Death of Eddie Money. My oh, wife and I had an man. annual tradition of seeing him live. His music means a lot to us, and we're sad we won't get to share that tradition with our son. I didn't even know about that. Yeah. So that's a few of his thoughts on the year. Well, that was great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Ethan. And um, I think that would wrap up 2019. Yeah. Um, what do you think? What did I think? Yeah. I think uh, it will be remembered as a great year for movies. Mm. A, I think, you know, we're going to, not to spoil it, we're going to talk about the decade next <laughs> yeah. week. And um, I just don't know about this decade in music. Mm. I just, like, have a lost feeling on it. There is yeah. a lot of good music out there, of course. But nothing that like feels like it's gonna stand generations mm. of t- like yeah. time. Mm. Yeah, nothing that's like reflecting, like that's built from the moment. Right. Like it could have 
it feels all pretty artificial yeah. as far as like like in the mainstream. I mean, there's lots of experimental stuff, mm-hmm. I think, but it doesn't seem to be like responding to the times. Like, it could only have happened yeah. now. I mean, there's a few people, like, Kendrick Lamar strikes me as someone yeah. where it's like, it's going to age well. It says something about the time. But there isn't, like, a ton of that um, to go to. You I guys that, sound like old fogies. <laughs> yeah. It's true. We do. <laughs> oh, wait a second. Didn't you say uh, you had a favorite Nickelodeon? Uh, oh thing? yeah, I, you know what? I finally watched um, Enter the Florpus. Oh, Invader Zim. And I loved it. Oh. I think it was my favorite. Okay. Of the, um, dang. Of the reboots or yeah continuations this year. Um, I also loved Draco's Modern Life, Static Cling. That'd be my pick. Uh, but the Invader Zim was really good. Okay. Just like, I don't know, man. It it wasn't quite as maybe frenetically paced mm-hmm. as some of the old episodes, but it just nailed it, I think. Like, the story was really good and really well put together. Yeah. Um, so would you go Enter the Floor Piss, Static Cling, yeah. Carnival of Doom? Yeah. Okay. You nailed it. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> what did you guys think about the year? Any, any, any feelings? I feel like I missed out on a lot of good movies and good television, so... 2020, if you guys have me back uh, at the end of next year, I'm going to make sure to have all of the movies watched. <laughs> we'll but, go together, Max. I'm always looking for people to... Like I said, I haven't been to the movies. I think the last movie I saw in theaters was La La Land. Wow, okay. Yeah. You should check out the movies sometime. It's, it's I fun. know, I know. <laughs> they all, I don't know if you know this, but like all the movie theaters now have like comfy chairs. Yeah, I know, recliners. Reason, yeah. I've heard about it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I, what are we doing next? Uh, we're talking the decade. Yeah. This entire decade. Our favorites. Our Ferguson's. Tune off the whole thing. 2010 yeah. to 19. Wow. Chris, you'll be back? I, I will. Max, your better half will be here. I'm looking forward to listening to that one. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we are at uh, twi- we're on Twitter at BOC Podcast. We're on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. You can email us as Ethan did at orangecouchpodcast at gmail uh, You can find us on Podbean. You can find us on iTunes. Uh, you can leave us a review. Uh, that's the best way to help us out in, as far as uh, people finding us. And uh, shout out to our newest five star reviewer, Everest nineteen eighteen. Thank you so much for your five-star review titled Best Nostalgia Podcast. Wow. Very nice. It is very nice. Uh, And speaking of very nice, uh, Max, Chris, thanks for sharing your feelings on 2019. Oh, thank you. It's always so nice to be all together. Yeah. 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 And happy holidays. Happy holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Exit the Forpus. Thanks. (laughs) <laughs> you trying to steal Andrew's closing line? No, it's good. It's good. <laughs> okay. Uh, that... <laughs> you got well, I, I, I hope you guys uh, join us next time to wrap up this decade.
Space junk, I think you should leave. Tell people about, I mm-hmm. think you should leave in space junk. Turn the podcast on. Yep. Good. And go watch Nathan for you. <laughs>